0: Hi, let's do another podcast of the Apologist Bookshelf. I'm Gary Zacharias. This is a booklet that I haven't done before, and um, I end up surprising myself what's on the shelf. So um, I'm sorry I didn't get to this one earlier. This is called The Ambassador's Guide to Mormonism, and the author is Brett Kunkel. At this time, when this uh, came out, Brett was the Student Impact Director at Stand to Reason. That's Greg Kokel's organization. And he has since uh, branched out on his own uh, with uh, some excellent results. So he's got his own ministry right now. But uh, this booklet, anything that comes out, by the way, under the heading of the Ambassador's Guide to uh, is excellent. Uh, They've they've got one on Islam, uh, listening to the voice of God. Uh, atheism and things like that. So this one's the Ambassador's Guide to Mormonism, and I'm going to start right in. We'll just uh, work our way through it, not all in this podcast. But you know what I like about these booklets? Let me see if I can find it here. It's got a total of 61 pages, and uh, some of that's uh, making up some end notes, and it's got appendices for further resources. So basically, 54 pages. So, you can get through that in uh, an hour or two, and it's such good information. I look at my copy here, and I've ended up probably having more underlined sections than not underlined. So, lots of good material. Greg's organization, of Stand to Reason, is excellent. Here's part one. So, Brett Kunkel says, Are Mormons Christians? And uh, kind of a startling statistic that he has on the very first page. He says, Three-quarters of all LDS converts claim a previous Christian affiliation. So they're not going out and finding non-believers and telling them what a great thing Mormonism is and having them join up. They're finding people from other Christian faiths, other uh, denominations are joining. Uh, somebody says there are now more Mormons that used to be Southern Baptists than any other denomination. Southern Baptist. you'd think that'd be pretty rock rib solid. Uh, one Mormon who's part of the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles, he said, there's one thing we would not like anyone to wonder about, that is whether or not we're Christians. So, what does he say? He says, Jesus is the Son of God. He had a virgin birth. He performed miracles. He had a death on the cross. He paid for the sins of the world. He resurrected and he ascended to heaven. So, you look at that and you go, well, that seems pretty solid. But, it says, let's clarify. What does a Mormon mean when he or she declares her Christianity. Well, maybe just saying that it's another branch of the Christian tree, like Catholicism or Protestantism, maybe she means Mormonism is another denomination of Protestant Christianity. But no, that's not LDS teaching. So Kunkel takes us back to the first prophet and the founder, Joseph Smith. And he asked God for wisdom about where the right church is. What's the true church? And you know what he said? And this is coming from Smith himself. I must join none of them, for they were all wrong. All their creeds were an abomination in his sight. Oh, so at least according to Joseph Smith, God declares all Christian organizations, all sects, not just wrong, but corrupt. So the Mormon doctrine says that after the original apostasies, I'm sorry, after the original apostles died off, then the church had something called the great apostasy, they fell away from the gospel. So what are we talking about? Maybe 75 to 100 AD, and then it all fell apart, and in came the Mormons, and everything's okay now. So the Mormon doctrine is about this total apostasy, and the LDS scriptures denounce Christianity. Now, how can they say that they're just another branch or denomination of Christianity? It says actually Mormon leadership tries to obscure this official LDS teaching. Um, Modern-day Mormons are persistent with the Mormon or Christian Mormons or Christians mantra. That's what they say, but that's not the message of Joseph Smith. Now, listen to the LDS Apostle Bruce McConkie. What does he say? He affirms Joseph Smith's r- riven, I'm sorry original view. So here's what he writes: Mormonism is Christianity. Christianity is Mormonism. They're one and the same, and they're not to be distinguished from each other in the minutest detail. So Mormonism is identical to Christianity. Well, think about that. If that's true, if Mormons are identical to Christians, then Christians should be identical to Mormons as well, right? So he says, try this. This is Kunkel's idea. I think it's a great question. Ask your LDS friends. If you're a Christian, and remember, they're saying they are, if you're a Christian, does that make me, does that make me a Mormon? And Kunkel says when he asks that question, he gets a quick no Why not? Because official LDS teaching has another way to understand the claim. Mormons are not just Christians, they're the only true Christians. So Joseph Smith was used by God to restore the gospel to the earth. And so LDS church is the only true and living church upon the face of the whole earth. That's a quote. So Mormonism is, in their view, the restoration of true Christianity. And what does that make us, the other Christians? We're part of false churches. So, says kind of interesting, Mormons take offense to any suggestion that they're not Christian, but according to their own teaching, that's their view of us. They believe we, being outside of Mormonism, but claiming to be Christian, we're part of an abominable church that was founded by, you ready for this, Satan. So, he says, make sure when you're sharing the truth of Mormons, uh, show love for them. Assure your friends that are Mormons, you're not trying to offend them, just we're trying to pursue truth. And once they're convinced you care, you bring truth front and center. So you might ask something like, would you want to know if you were worshiping the wrong God? Yeah, I would think so. I think you're going to get a good response to that. He says, you know, we do have common ground with Mormons. But he says, you know what we share with them? Morals. When it comes to things like abortion and same-sex marriage, the LDS people are right with us but we don't share theology with him. There's a, he calls it an impassable theological gulf. He said sometimes uh, he gets accused of being divisive and focusing on the differences. And he says, that's true. But why do I do so? He said, I share an illustration. He said, imagine I'm holding two small round white pills. Are they similar? Oh, yeah. But what if one is aspirin and the other's arsenic? The similarities are irrelevant. It's the differences that are critical. And Brett says he takes people, his Mormon friends, to John 17, 3, where Jesus says, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. By the way, do you hear the these and thous? That's because the Mormons go with the King James Version. So fine, use the King James Version with them. So according to Jesus, what is eternal life? Knowing God. Well, any God? No, it says they might know thee the only true God. So if Mormons are worshiping a different God than Christians, they can't be worshiping the one true God. Now, they might might both be wrong. They both might be worshiping false false gods, but they can't both be right. So we're back to that big issue again, truth. What is the truth about God and the gospel and who has it? So don't worry about being offended. That's irrelevant. Uh, Truth is going to have to stand here. So the second, that's the first chapter, kind of an opening move here. And then he gets into the second chapter. He says, when you're talking to Mormons, it's kind of tempting to want to jump in and really hit them over the head with things like polygamy and their history and temple rituals and racism. But he said, you know, all you're going to do is raise their defenses. He said, why don't you stick to the essentials? Maybe later you can get down to these other things. So what, are the focus, what should the focus be? He says, two questions. Who is God? And what's the gospel? Every false religion is going to deviate on those two issues. Isn't that good? Pretty powerful. Who's God? What's the gospel? Okay. So he says there are ways that you can become a a good thinker when you're talking to people. He says here's the first tool to think clearly when you're interacting. It's what do you mean by that? He says that is so important when you're talking to Mormons because they have different answers. They have different definitions of everything. So, for example, your Mormon friend says, I believe in Jesus. Just don't jump in and just say, well, no, 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 you don't. The Mormon Jesus is a false Jesus. You think he's the brother of Lucifer? Don't do that. Kunkel says, why don't you begin with a question like, which Jesus do you have in mind? In other words, what do you mean by that, Jesus? Uh, LDS people are going to use the same terminology. They'll talk about Jesus and the Holy Ghost, and they'll talk about salvation, the gospel, but you've got to start with clarification. What do you mean by that? He says there's a second tool for clear thinking. Why do you say that? Why do you say that? So question number one is, what do you mean by that? So you're just looking for what the person believes. Now number two, you've got to figure out why do they believe it? So you ask the question, why? Why? So once your friend says who Jesus is and in their view, how did you come to that conclusion or why do you believe that? So once you discover what a Mormon believes and why that person believes it, then you can get into a productive conversation. So I like that a lot. So let me skip ahead here because I want to finish off this chapter. I think this is really good. He said, be careful when you're in a conversation. You might want to push really hard and, and close the deal and get them to the cross he says, why don't you relax? Ex-Mormons tell you that a patient approach is the best one. And uh, he talked to a Mormon one time, ex-Mormon. He said, my path out of Mormonism began during a conversation with Christians like you almost 20 years ago, so keep doing what you're doing. He says, I mean, let's think about it. Brett says, is it realistic to expect Mormons to abandon their faith after one or two conversations? Well, no, That's you wouldn't either. You wouldn't abandon your Christian faith. It's going to take a a lot of time to do that. So don't expect a quick change like that. And so uh, I think that was really important to hear. As he rounds out the end of the chapter, he said, if the goal of every one of your conversations is to converse, uh, to con- uh, for conversion, he says, you're going to get frustrated. You're going to be ready to move on. He said, so don't try to close the deal right away. How about putting a stone in their shoe? I love that expression. Greg Kokel uses it a lot. He says, what's your reaction when you get a stone in your shoe? It bothers you. You can't stop thinking about it, take your shoe off, and then you deal with the annoyance. He says, so we want to have LDS friends come to Christ, but every conversation is just to put a stone in their shoe, give them one good thing to think about. Well, as he says, that's going to take time. So you want to ask yourself, are you willing to be patient? It might be years where you're walking with your LDS friends before you see them come to Christ. Now, he mentioned that friend that he uh, he talked to, John, took him years and years before they walked away. But he says, hopefully your perseverance means you'll still be around, ready to talk to them, talk to them and walk them into God's kingdom when the time comes. So I think that's really good. All right. Well, why don't I end at that point? That's the first two chapters. Let me just give you a quick outline of the rest of the book here. So part one are Mormons, Christians. We just did part two. Where do we start? And you start with those key questions. What do you mean by that? And how did you come to that conclusion? Part three is going to be, who is God? Part four, what's the gospel? Remember he said, those are the two key questions that uh, will divide every other group from Christians. Who is God? What's the gospel? Then Part five, can the Bible be trusted? Part six, can I get a testimony? I mean, think about this. The Mormons have a special thing called burning in the bosom, and we'll talk about that later. then he's got book resources, video resources, online resources. Uh, This is a great booklet, easy to read, and take a look at the other things that Stand to Reason has. Lots of good booklets for you there. Meaty and and satisfying to get through. Uh, They're not angry. They're not divisive. They just lay the truth out very clearly. Well, thanks and I hope you're having a good day. See you later.